What's going on family? What's going on family? It's that very, very, very special time of the year. No, this ain't about no bum ass politician. Unless the politician name is uh, Marcel Dixon, then that's a wonderful, exceptional brother. That's a brother that stands by the people. And if I gave a damn about any politician, that would be the one right there. Marcel Dixon for, uh, for president. Damn congressman. Vote him for president or whatever. Okay. But outside of that, this is the time that we vote on propositions. Now you guys know I'm from California. California. So what I'm going to read off today may not apply to you, but please let me know where you're from. I will do propositions for your state. I do this every year or every time that there's some propositions that need to be voted on. I do the breakdown. Luckily this time there ain't a whole bunch of them. I know that there's one that reappeared that I got wrong last time and family. I always admit when I'm wrong. It's okay to be wrong when you're trying to be right. It's just admit when you're wrong so we can get right. So without any uh, any further to do, let's get it in. So number one, proposition one. Let's get into it. And by the way, family, um, what the the site that I'm using is ballotpedia.org. So if you guys wanted to go look up this information for yourself, uh, that's where you can go find it. All right. Or if you and you can find this for any uh, for any state that you're in. So. Even though I'm doing the, uh, the breakdown for California, feel free to go on Ballotpedia and do the same thing that I'm going to do right now uh, for your uh, respective state. So for number one, California, uh, California Proposition 1, Right to Reproductive Freedom Amendment 2022. Okay, California Proposition 1, the Right to Reproductive Freedom Amendment is on the ballot in California as legislatively referred as Constitutional Amendment on November 8th, 2022. A yes vote supports amending the state constitution to prohibit the state from interfering or denying an individual's reproductive freedom, which is defined to include a right to an abortion and a right to contraceptives. Okay. A no vote opposes this amendment, providing a right uh, to reproductive freedom in the state constitution. All right. Additional information on abortion related ballot measures in two, uh, 2022. There are six ballot measures addressing abortion, uh, the most on record for a single year. Measures were certified for the ballot in California, Ka uh, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Montana and Vermont. You can find a list of this year's certified propo uh, proposed measures here. 2020. Oh, well, that's just the links and stuff like that. I ain't got to read that. But as you can see, family, this is a thing. And just to add a little extra context before I delve further, uh, as you know, that was something that was taken away. And I've already kind of talked about why. So if you guys want to find out why, go to some of those uh, previous episodes. Maybe I'll do another one specifically on this. But we kind of have an idea why. And it's not unusual for states to kind of flex their power like this. A lot of people don't understand the power of statehood and how much states can really govern themselves because this is an empire. All right, but before I go on yet another tangent, let's get into the over, uh, ah, overview. What would Proposition 1 do? Proposition 1 would amend the California's constitution to establish a right to reproductive freedom, which is defined to include a right to, uh, to abortion and to choose or refuse contraceptives. The amendment, sta the amendment states, the state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. Okay, so that's what it is. 
All right, the legal status, uh, ah, what is the legal status of abortion in California? Abortion is legal in California up to fetal viability and after viability if the procedure is necessary to protect life or the health of the mother. In 2020, uh, 20, uh, 2002, mm, the... California state legislator passed the Reproductive Privacy Act, which added language to state statute uh, declaring that women have a fundamental right to choose to bear a child or to choose to obtain an abortion. Okay, and we're going to get over to who supports and who opposes Proposition 1. Yes, one is leading in the campaign of support of Proposition 1. The committees registered in support of Proposition 1 reported $14.9 million. The campaign has received endorsements from government Gavin Newsom, Democratic uh, U.S. Senator uh, Dianne Feinstein, and Alex Padilla. Planned Parenthood, oh, Alex Padilla, uh, Planned Parenthood aff uh, Affiliates of California, American College of, uh, uh, oh my goodness, Obstetricians, oh I, oh I butchered that word. <laughs> obstetricians okay and gynecologists in the california medical association uh government uh, uh, gavin newsom said that california will not sit on the sidelines as unprecedented attacks on the un on the fundamental right to choose endangered women across the country the measure will ensure that women in our state have the inviolable right to a safe and legal abortion that is protected in our constitution Okay, California together, no on Proposition 1, is leading the campaign in opposition to uh, Proposition 1. The committees behind the campaign have, remorted, have reported over $292,000 in contributions. The campaign has received endorsements from former uh, U.S. Um, Republican Tom Campbell, uh, Republican Party of California, California Conference of Catholic Bishops, Democrats for Life of America, and the Knights of Columbus. There's a whole, there's a big funny story about that particular uh, <laughs> Catholic group right there. Uh, Roman Catholic Bishop uh, Jaime Soto said, The state's political leadership continues to stubbornly cling to the practice of abortion and, throw, and the throwaway culture. It's uh, reprehensible to enshrine the state constitution, the practice of abortion, even until moments before delivery. The language of SCA 10 is overly vague, reckless, and can further endanger children, especially among the poor and marginalized in our state. So, just uh, just so you know, there there doesn't appear to be any fiscal impact. So basically, it's not going to be affect. It's not going to affect anybody's money. All right, uh, let's get into more supporters, officials: uh, Diane Feinstein, Alex Padilla, Judy Chu, John uh, Garamendi. Jackie Spear, Mike Thompson, Gamma Newsom, uh, Tony Atkins, Nancy Skinner, Sabrina Cervantes, uh, Christina Garcia, uh, Anthony Rendon, uh, Phil Thing, Los Angeles Board of Supervisors, Eleni uh, Konalankis, wow, is she like Greek or something? And Secretary of State Shirley Weber or Weber. Political <clears throat> the political parties I already mentioned, uh, Democratic Party of California and the Peace and Freedom Party of California. Unions, uh, California Nurses Association and the California Teachers Association. All right, they're all in support. ACL, um, uh, organizations, the a ACLU of California, American College of Obstetricians uh, uh, and Gynecologists. I don't know why that word like twists my tongue so much. 
it's oh my god okay whatever the California Medical Association, Human Rights Campaign, PAC, League of Women Voters of California, NARLAL, Pro-Choice California, and Planned Parenthood Affiliates of California. No duh. It's one of the main services that they uh, that they get. Okay. Let's get into the, op uh, the official opposition. The opposition, because this is important, you know, to know who supports this, to know uh, who wants it. Everyone has their own reasons, but... You know, it kind of gives you the scope of how people move politically. And uh, I already took a peek at this, obviously. Uh, I looked through all the uh, all the ballots that's going to be, all the propositions that's going to be on the ballot. And I can tell you there's, there's some that are pretty funny. And you'll see on one hand, some people will agree with each other on this. And, you know, they'll oppose on each other. In, in another situation so anyway the officials that's uh, that are opposed um proposition one state senator brian daly uh state representative megan da so they so they related oh my goodness um state asm james gallagher and and state representative uh they're all republicans uh jim patterson Former officials, Tom Campbell, political parties, Republican Party of California, organizations, California Alliance, Pregnancy Care, California Conference of Catholic Bishops, Democrats for Life of America, International Faith-Based Coalition, Knights of Columbus, Pacific Justice Institute, Students for Life. So you can kind of already tell that there's a lot of religious groups uh, that kind of care about this, and most of them are Catholic. You know, the Knights of Columbus, who have a very interesting uh, history and with our community and white supremacist groups, very, very interesting. They're also a Catholic organization. All right. Now let's get back to this money. So as you know, there's over $12 million in support. Oh no, it's over 14, excuse me. Um, and then only about 300,000 in opposition. Give you guys my personal opinion on this. Basically, well, as far as what's gonna pass, I feel like proposition one is going to pass number one uh when you look at the opposition even though there's a few names here they're pretty much like the same people where there's just seems to be a wider majority of people uh supporting the proposition and most importantly 14 million to 300,000. okay that's probably why you guys haven't even so much as seen a commercial about uh from california together you may have seen some but most likely you haven't the money's just not there and how these things tend to work once again uh money talks money talks so that's number one that's number one uh as far as how i feel about it honestly i do have some mixed emotions about this but ultimately i go with the pro-choice because I don't really feel like it's right for me to tell a woman what to do, how to, you know, how to make a decision or to tell a group because it's not necessarily just up to the woman. I believe it's the, the two people should have a say with the, with the woman having, you know, of course the advantage in, the, in those sort of discussions, but I definitely feel like it's something in between, uh, between those individuals and it's something that needs to be decided. There, there are legitimate reasons for a labor, uh, for an abortion. And I don't think you need to just limit it to the scope of rape for many, many reasons. Number one, think about how hard it is to prove rape, how many times it gets reported. It's it's not, I, I don't feel like it's very, it, it would be very, very effective. I don't feel like many women that probably would deserve to get abortions, even in that sense, would even get them. And should the, the most extreme version be the only reason, should, things do happen. 
And as I've, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but there is histories of, of ancient peoples using uh, different herbs. One herb that comes to mind is cat's claw. That was used in Mesoamerica uh, to help induce abortions. In fact, it's recommended that when women are pregnant, I think between the first and third trimester, that they shouldn't avoid cat's claw. Okay, they should avoid it at all costs because it does have that potential effect of aborting the baby. Okay, so when you keep some of these things in mind, of course, I absolutely agree that we need to have contraceptives. Okay, and I'm an African. We've had contraceptives since 1500 or so BC, before Common Era. All right, you can go into the pipe, uh, the uh, the papyrus, the Kem and Kemet. We got the Ebers papyrus. They have a whole bunch of things, and they even had some older versions of it. Just, but it just goes to show you that when it comes to the most ancient people, where the philosophies were all based off of, sex was good. Sex was good, and they developed contraceptions because they wanted people to be responsible. Having a child is no joke. I have kids, family. It's no joke. So you want to be responsible. You want to do the right thing. It's nothing to take lightly. So it's reasonable uh, for that to be something that's on the table. Now, naturally, my position as an African man, I would I would prefer to go for life first. That's just how I feel. But ultimately, like I said, you know, there's different situations out there. I don't feel like there should always that there should be such a draconic, for lack of a better word, uh, response to situations like this as it pertains to sex, which is good, you know, as long as we're doing it uh, correctly and responsibly. Oh, and respectfully, because without respect, it ain't shit. So with that being said, let's get to some of these fun ones. Let's get to the gambling ones. Proposition 26 and Proposition 27 family. This one, th this is hilarious. And I know a lot of us have seen these commercials. A lot of us in California, we've seen these commercials. These commercials are hilarious. Uh, I believe even Proposition 27 has used Proposition 26s or the, their opposition's videos to, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So without any bias, let's just, let's just jump right into it. California Proposition 26, legalize sports betting on American Indian lands initiative 2022. California Proposition 26, the legalized sports betting on American Indian lands initiative is on the ballot in California as a combined initiated constitutional amendment and state statute on November 8th, 2022. A yes vote supports this ballot initiative to I legalize sports betting uh, or first uh, number one legalized sports betting. <laughs> I said I am so Anyway, legalized sports betting at an American Indian gaming casino and licensed racetracks in California. Number two, tax profits derived from sports betting at racetracks at 10%. And three, legalized roulette and dice games such as craps and at tribal casinos. A no opposes this ballot initiative, thus continuing to prohibit sports betting in California and roulette and dice games at tribal casinos. Overview. What would Proposition 26 change? Proposition 26 uh, would legalize sports betting at American gaming, American Indian, ga at Indian gaming casinos and licensed racetracks in California. The ballot measure would define sports bet betting as wagering on the results of professional college or amateur sport and athletic events, with the exception of high school sports and events featuring a California college team. Okay. Individuals would need to be 21 years of age to engage in legal sports betting. The ballot measure would enact a tax of 10% on profits derived from sports betting at racetracks. 
the state government would be required to distribute the revenue as follows. A, 15% to the California Department of Health for researching, developing, and implementing programs for the problem for problem gambling prevention and mental health and providing grants uh, to local governments to address problem gambling and mental health. B, 15% to the Bureau of Gambling Control for enforcing and implementing sports wagering and other forms of gaming within the state and C, 70% to the general fund. <laughs> of course, they got to get paid. <laughs> but we're going to help some of y'all out. We're going to help some of y'all out. You know, we know we're going to encourage this uh, this addiction. But uh, but uh, we're going to put 15% over here to help you and put another 15% over here. And we're going to keep this 70% in general because who knew, who knows when we might need that money. The ballot measure would also legalize roulette and dice games such as craps at tribal casinos. However, tribal state compacts would need to be amended before these games can be offered. Alright, so who is behind the campaign surrounding Proposition 26? The Yes on 26 and No on 27 Coalition for Safe Responsible Gambling, uh, Gaming is the leading campaign in support of the ballot initiative. The coalition is supported by several American Indian tribes including the top donors to the campaign. The Pechanga Band of Luceno Indians, uh, the Yochadeje Wutu Nation, uh, Agua Caliente Band of uh, Kalua, Kalua Indians, and Federated Indians of Graton, uh, Great, uh, Graton Ranchera, the Barona Band of Mission Indians, campaign has raised nearly $132.2 million. Ooh, that's that. The No on 26 taxpayers against special interest monopolies is leading the campaign against the proposal the campaign along with terminated pac no on the gambling power grab raised 43.6 million the top donors to the opposition were gambling related companies including california commerce Co uh, club incorporated uh hawaiian garden casino and night adventures llc all right, let's get down fiscal impact. Okay, so this one does have a fiscal impact, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys know about it. Uh, increased state revenues potentially uh, reaching tens of millions of dollars annually from payments made by facilities offering sports wagering and new civil penalties authorized by this measure. Some portion of these revenues would reflect a shift from other existing state and local revenues. Increased state regulatory costs potentially reaching the low tens of millions of dollars annually. Some or all of these costs would be offset by the increased revenue or reimbursements to the state. State uh, Increased state enforcement costs not likely to exceed several million dollars annually related to the new civil enforcement tool for, uh, for enforcing certain gaming laws. So let's get into the, uh, to the supporters. Let's get into the, the people that's putting up that, that 132 million. Political parties, Peace and Freedom Party of California, American Indian Tribes, uh, some I already mentioned but we'll go through it again, Agua Caliente Band of Kalua Indians, Barona Band of Mission Indians, Big Valley Band of Pomo Indians, Bishop Pauti Tribe, the Chimawevi tri Indian Tribe, Dry Creek Ranchera of Pomo Indians, Federated Indians of Graton Ranchera, uh, the, Mech uh, the Mechopda Indian Tribe of Chico Ranchera, Middletown Ranchera of Pomo Indians of California, Morongo Band of Mission Indians, Fala Band of Mission Indians, Pechanga Band of Luisueño uh, Indians, 
uh, Ricom Band of Luisueño Indians, the San Manuel Band of Mission Indians, San Pascal, uh, San Pascal Band of Mission Indians, Santa Rosa Ranchera Tachi Yokut Tribe, Santa Yenez Band of the Chumash Indians, the Shingle Springs Band of the Miwok Indians, the Sequan Band of the Kumaye Nation, the Bear River Band of the Ronerville Ranchera, the 29 Palms Band of Mission Indians, the Viejas Band of the Kumaye Indians, the Wilton, uh, Wilton Ranchera, and the Yocha Dehi Wintu Nation. The unions that support this are the California Nation's Indian Gaming Association, uh, Deputy Sheriff's Association of San Diego County, uh, San Diego Police Officers Association. The organizations, uh, Baptist, Minor <laughs> Baptist Ministers Conference of Los Angeles and Southern California, California Hawaii State Conference NAACP, California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, California Young Democrats, uh, El Dorado County Chamber of Commerce, La Raza Roundtable of California, Los Angeles Urban League, National Action Network Los Angeles, the rural SR, the SURJ of Northern California, SURJ of North San Diego County, SURJ of Sacramento, SURJ of Santa Barbara, Santa, uh, Santa Clarita Bands of the NAACP, Showing Up for Racial Justice San Francisco, Urban League of San Diego County, and Western Regional Advocacy Project. Yeah, very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. As you can see, it's a gang of these American Indians, right? They're trying to get this money. They're like, hey, we got let's get these, let's get them in here shooting dice and, and shooting, man, get on these roulettes. They, they want that money. Oh, and a lot of them come out. Some of these are going to show up on the next proposition, which is kind of funny. But um, let's get into the opposition, right? Uh, political parties, Republican Party of California, corporations, bicycle casino, elevation entertainment group, Hawaii, a Hawaiian Gardens Casino, Hollywood Park Casino, Night Adventures LLC, PT Gaming LLC, Park West Casinos, Union, AFSCME Council 36, California Contract Cities Association, Organizations, California Animal Welfare Association. So let's, uh, let's get into the breakdown. Let's get into what I think, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not telling people what to vote for, especially for stuff like this. This is all about benefits and not a lot of this directly impacts uh, our people. It, it, this is really more about what you think. Like, do you feel like you'll benefit? Are you a gambler? Do you want to see this kind of gambling? When I see propositions like this that don't really affect uh, our community directly, uh, it's either uh, does, does it benefit me personally or... Is this something that I don't vote for? And again, voting exercise, like there's no such thing as exercising your vote, okay? That's not something, no, you use your vote to gain benefits. So if this doesn't apply to you, hey, it's okay not to vote, it's okay. Uh, if you feel like you wanna vote because you wanna just uh, piss off some Republicans, that's fine, that's, that, that's on you. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really see uh, the point of it, but it is what it is. Now, when I look at the opposition, 
clearly these are like non-native american casinos that have a problem with these native american tribes but potentially making more money um these are things that i believe these uh casinos probably offer right now and as it was stated let me go up really quickly because there's some things that need to change uh for some of these things to be possible um in the Native American tribes, yeah. So this ballot measure would also legalize rolling and dice games such as craps at tribal casinos. However, tribal state compacts would need to be amended before these games can be offered. So this is something that you know Native American casinos want. We don't know how much you know the Native Americans really want this, like the people, because the people aren't the casinos. That's something that we should we should understand. Like, don't think because you're you're voting uh, for 26 that oh yeah I'm for the Native Americans. Look. Native Americans statistically do not do very, very well. Their, their cities and the way that they live. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything negative, but it is what it is. Like, it's, it's not great. You know, if you're not one of the people that own the casino, you, you str you're struggling like we are. Okay? Native Americans and blacks, we statistically, we struggle the same. Our struggle ain't the same, but we have some of the same struggles. That may be hard for a lot of people to kind of under understand and comprehend, but it just takes them doing some research. All right? Now, as far, yeah, but as far as that, mm, this is something that really, really affects us. No, but it is, it, this is going to uh, to shift some things. You know, this is going to make some money move. Now, do we care? That's up to you. That's honestly up to you. And that's kind of all what I have to say about that. Let's get the other fun one. California Proposition 27, legalize sports betting and revenue for a homelessness prevention fund initiative, 2022. California Proposition 27, the legalized sports betting and revenue for homelessness prevention fund initiative is on the ballot in California as, as combined initiated constitutional amendment and state statute on November 8th, 2022. A yes vote supports legalizing online and mobile sports betting for persons 21 years of age or older, establishing regulations for mobile sports betting uh, industry, imposing a 10% tax on sports betting revenues and licensing fees. And, and allocating tax revenue to an account for homelessness programs and an account for tribes not operating as uh, sports betting. ANO opposes this, uh, this ballot initiative, thus continuing to prohibit sports betting in California. So you see on two different propositions, and that's why I thought it was quite hilarious, because in Proposition 26, they're trying to get uh, sports betting too, you know? They're trying to get it to where it's illegal to, to bet on certain sports. I don't believe it's this. It's the same thing as, like, this is the one that has to do with, like, DraftKings and stuff like that, or Yahoo. That's It's that kind of sports betting. The kind of sports betting that people uh, typically do online uh, with it over a VPN. <laughs> so both of them are dealing with sports betting. Sports betting is, is, is big right now. It's a lot of money. And I kind of see this as a way to kind of uh, take control of it. This isn't really the time for my summary, but I just have to throw that in there. Let's get into the overview. What would Proposition 27 do? Proposition 27 proposes a constitutional amendment and statute to authorize a gaming tribe, an online sports betting platform with an operating agreement with a gaming tribe or qualified gaming company with a market access agreement with a gaming tribe that uh, may ah, gaming tribe may operate online sports betting for individuals 21 years of age or older in the state. But outside of Indian lands, that's where a lot of these issues come from. So they're saying they can they can get with it, but it ain't gonna be on the lands. All right. 
The amendment would prohibit online sports betting on youth sports. The, pro uh, the proposed law would create division of online sports betting control within the Department of Justice. The initiative would give the division uh, authority to regulate the online sports betting industry and investigate illegal sports betting activities. The amendment would, uh, would take effect on January 1st, 2023. The, new, uh, the proposed law would establish the California Online Sports Betting Trust Fund. The revenue from licensing fees, renewals, and the sports wagering tax would be deposited into the fund. After deducting regulatory costs, 85% of the first, uh, fund's re uh, revenues would be allocated to the California Solutions for Homelessness and Mental Health Support account for permanent and interim housing, the 15% of revenues to the Tribal Economic Development account, which would be established by the initiative to provide funds to Indian tribes for expanding tribal government, public health, education, infrastructure, and economic development. Currently, mobile and in-person sports betting is illegal in California. So, who supports and opposes Proposition 27? Yes on 27. Californians for Solutions for, um, to Homelessness and Mental Health Support is leading the campaign in support of Proposition 27. As of September 24th, the campaign has raised over $169.3 million. Its top three donors include BetMGM, LLC, Betfair Interactive US, LLC, FanDuel Sportsbook, in quotes, Crown Gaming Inc., DraftKings. So, like I said before, Nathan Click, a spokesman for the campaign, said, Our measure is the only one that would guarantee hundreds of millions of each year in solutions to homelessness and mental health support. We have found Californians are enthusiastic about it and the housing and mental health solutions that it would provide the state. Californians for tribal sovereignty and safe, ga uh, safe gambling, this is the people who are against it, and Coalition for Safe Responsible Gambi uh, Gaming are leading campaigns in opposition to the initiative. Together the committees have raised uh, $240.4 million. The top three donors include the San Manuel Band of Mission Indians, we mentioned them in the last proposition, and the Pechanga Band of Lusuño Indians, and the Yocha Deje Wintu Nation. Um, Chairman James Siva of the California Nation's Indian Gaming Association said, Don't be fooled. These measures are not to fix homelessness, but rather a massive explosion of gaming that would directly undercut tribal sovereignty and self-sufficiency. And do you guys want to know? Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you. Where else is sports betting legal? As of June 28, 2022, sports betting was legal or laws to legalize have been approved in 35 states and D.C. Five states, New Jersey, 2011, Arkansas, 2018, Colorado, 2019, Maryland, 2020, and South Dakota, 2020, legalized sports betting through a ballot measure. Let's get to the fiscal impact because we know we're talking dollars. The fiscal, uh, the fiscal impact statement is as follows. Increased state revenues, potentially reaching the mid hundreds of millions of dollars annually from, from online sports wagering uh, related taxes, licensing fees, and penalties. Some portion of these revenues would reflect a shift from the other existing state and local revenues. 
increased state uh, regulatory costs potentially reaching the mid tens of millions of dollars annually that would be fully or partially offset by the increased revenues and family when we compare the two fiscal impacts one is talking about tens of millions of dollars this one's talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in terms of or the mid hundreds of uh, millions of dollars annually in terms of money and the other one's still talking about tens of millions of dollars and although it's not quite mid tens ah, mid tens of millions of dollars annually in terms of regulatory costs the other one's more like on the lower end of that of those millions of dollars clearly this ballot this one right here is gonna is gonna produce more money all right so let's get into the uh, the official supporters and the official uh opposition and then i'll get into my summary of what i think this is and we'll move on so supporters California's uh, Californians for solutions to homelessness and mental health support provided a list of endorsements on the campaign's website, which are available here. Officials: Fresno Mayor Jerry Dyer, nonpartisan; Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia; Oakland Mayor Libby Shaft; Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg; American Indian Tribes; Big Valley Ranchera Band of Pomo Indians; Middletown Ranchera of uh, Pomo Indians of California and the Santa Rosa Ranchera of the Tachiyoke tribe. Remember that these were these three uh, groups were also in support of the other one. Let me let me go let me let me finish the opposition and then I'll tell you I'll give you guys my my two cents on this because there, there's something that needs to be said about this. The opponents Coalition for Safe Responsible Gaming provided a list of endorsements on the campaign's website, which is available here. I'm just reading this verbatim, y'all. U.S. Representative Juan Vargas. Uh, Lieutenant Governor El Eleni Kolankis, once again, uh, this and these were the people that were for uh, the abortion thing. All right, just throwing that back out there. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, Senate President Pro uh, Tempore Tony Atkins, uh, Senate Minority Leader, uh, Leader Scott Wilk, Assembly Minority Leader, uh, Leader James Gallagher, Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon. Political parties, California Democratic Party, uh, Peace and Freedom Party of California, Republican Party of California, American Indian Tribes, the Agua Caliente Band of Kalua Indians, the Barona Band of Mission Indians, the Recon Band of Luisueño Indian Indians, the San Manuel Band of Mission Indians, and the Yoka Dechi Winton Nation. Unions include the California Teachers, uh, Teachers Association and the Communication Workers of America. Organizations, American Indian Chamber of Conver uh, Commerce of California, California Asian, uh, Asian Pacific Chamber of Commerce, California uh, Black Chamber of Commerce, California Coalition for Rural Housing, California Hawaii State Conference NAACP, California Hispanic Chambers of Commerce, California League of United Latin American Citizens, California State Associating, uh, Association of Counties, La Raza Roundtable of California, League of California Cities, Los Angeles Urban League, and Western uh, Western Regional Advocacy Project. So family, let me get down to the bare bones of it. Now, when you compare the money, even though clearly the opposition has raised more money, here's the thing. Let me just even start from the beginning. They're talking about uh, an initiative for homelessness and mental health. Family, we can throw a lot of that bullshit to the side. It's about money. Homelessness and mental health is just to kind of sweeten it up a little bit. Now, comparatively speaking, this is going to generate a lot more money than the other initiative. The other thing is, 
a lot of people may not be aware of this, as illegal as online sports betting is, people still do it in California. And how are you going to catch them? So you might as well get some money for it. Now, when you look at some of these Indian tribes, there are some Indian groups, Native American groups, I should say, not, let me not say Indian. There are some Native American groups that seem to support either of these measures. You could probably surmise that these Native American groups are doing very, very well. These, these Native American groups probably don't need as much, uh, how would you say, permission to get some of this stuff going. All right. Now, as far as the opposition, the opposition has a lot to lose here. Most of this opposition were for the other ballot. So if this goes through family, Proposition 26 is pretty much dead. Who gives a damn if you can sports bet at a, a casino? Most of this sports betting is going to be done online. Let's look at what the situation is because of COVID. All right. People are going to be doing more stuff online. Like if this, if Proposition 27 passes, yeah, look, it's going to blow a lot of these other casinos out the water. All right. That's just, that's just what it is. Um, what's curious about this though, is that how, <laughs> how both the Democrats and Republicans can kind of agree on something here. That's the thing that's kind of funny about this. But what is my overall opinion on it? Family, let me tell you, and it, my opinion on this, and this is why I just found this to be really, really entertaining. Okay. This really doesn't affect us. It does, but it doesn't. This is. This really ain't our fight. How much of this money is going to come to us? How much of this money is going to come to our communities? Regardless where they allocate the funds, how can we guarantee that this is going to benefit us? It doesn't. Is it something that we should give a shit about? Hell no. And that's my personal opinion. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you how to vote. But should we give a fuck? Uh, should we care? No. No, we should not care. Let them duke it out and figure out who gets all the money. Now, if you had to ask me which one would be the most lucrative which one would be the most beneficial it would certainly be uh it would certainly be 27 okay it would certainly be 27 it, it stands to generate way more money uh, i feel like it's going to generate generate much more money than what's projected because again we we're, we're in a situation right now where people are, are pretty much stuck at home the only entertaining things are sports and with all these uh, exclusive rights that these different contracts have with these sports, like people, people are into this. People need something to do. I think they're going to make billions of dollars, quite frankly. Now, again, will this money get touch us? Will this money affect us? I don't believe so. I can't see that. I can't, I can't say that. What is for sure is that if Proposition 27 goes through, 26 is dead. Flat out. It's dead. That's why they've raised so much money. They've raised so much money. These particular uh, uh, Native American groups have raised so much money for 26 and raised so much money uh, to go against 27. Both of them are full of shit. I just have to say it. They're both full of shit. Each and every last one, like whether they're for it, against it on either proposition, they're only voting for it against for their own personal interests. Okay. Proposition 26 it's all the non-native american groups that's not going to benefit that's they're worried about these particular casinos taking people out of their casinos and going to that casino like same age-old story this one where let, let me see if i can find something that um 
Let me see if I can find an opinion from Gavin Newsom as far as it uh, is going against it. Because I don't really understand why um, they're against it. Maybe it's just a political thing, you know? And I'm also not seeing this. Uh, State Minority Leader Scott Wilk, what do you say? Prop 27 eliminates the sovereign right of California tribes to operate gaming in California. They have proven to be excellent stewards of this responsibility. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Pat Fong Kishida, president and CEO of the Asian Pacific Chamber of Commerce. The corporate online gambling proposition was written for the sole benefit of out-of-state gambling corporations. True. This measure would give online gambling corporations near total control over the sports wagering market, effectively hijacking any local economic benefits for our small businesses, while sending 90% of the profits from sports gambling out of state or even out of country. Now, family, that is something to consider. And like I said before, they haven't really clearly outlined how they're going to allocate this money once they get it. However, there is a few things like... Come on now, how much does these casino gambling really help out the black community? It don't. And out-of-state gambling corporations, look, we we supposedly are supposed to be in a capitalist society. If there's a better form of gambling that puts you out of business, oh well. Fuck it. It's just what it is. You know, that's what this that's what this is supposed to be all about. Although I will I will admit there is some concern about pulling money out of the state, but that's just where the state just has to tax their asses. And let's stop pretending like they can't. <laughs> Family. <laughs> at some point we have to look at the politics and just look at it objectively. You know, California can win from this. You just tax just tax them. That's how you win. Okay, yeah, you're going to you're going to give money to mental health, you're going to give money towards homelessness, and you're going to give us a check. It's problem solved. <laughs> but really family, this is one of those propositions like I said, this really doesn't have too much to do with us at all. I know some of us feel like we are aboriginal. They ain't breaking off none of that aboriginal bread with your black ass. So for all these people wearing uh, Bruins hats and stuff like that, not even understand that Bruin is just another term for dark, but you know, you guys don't study history. Just, ah, let me stop doing all that. I'm going to go on a tangent. Look, they ain't breaking your black ass off no bread. Okay, so <laughs> if you think <laughs> that you voting against this is somehow benefiting your people or your bloodline, quote unquote, it don't. All right, truth hurts. <laughs> You know, and I'm not sorry to burst any bubbles today, but that's just, that's my summary. That's how I feel about this. I'm not telling you how to vote on either of these, on either of these. I, I told you that I am for number one. That's me personally. I will be voting for it. But as far as these two, I'm not voting for these. This is just funny to me. You know, maybe it's serious to you. Proposition 28. California Proposition 28, Art and Music K-12 Education Funding Initiative, 2022. California Proposition 28, the Art and Music K-12 Education Funding Initiative is on the ballot in California as an initiated state statute on November 8, 2022. A yes vote supports this ballot initiative to A, require annual source funding for K-12 public schools for arts and music education equal to at minimum 1% of the total state and revenue, uh, local revenues that a local education agencies receive under Proposition 98. 
B, distribute a portion of the additional funding based on a, on a local education's agency, agency's share of economically disadvantaged students. And C, require schools with 500 or more students to use 80% of the funding for employing teachers and 20% to training and materials. A no vote. Opposes requiring an annual source for funding for K-12 public schools for arts and music education equal to at minimum 1% of the total state and local revenues that uh, local education agencies receive under Proposition 98. So basically, it's a it's for or against like most of these propositions, right? Overview. What would Proposition 28 do? Proposition 28 would require a minimum source of annual funding for K-12 public schools, including uh, charter schools, to fund arts education programs. The annual minimum amount established by the law would be equal to, at minimum, 1% of the total state and local revenues that local education agency received under Proposition 98, which uh, passed 1988, during the prior fiscal year. The minimum under the minimum under the proposed law would be in addition to the funding required by Proposition 98, according to the Legislative Analyst Office. The ballot initiative would likely result in an increased spending of 800 million to 1 billion each fiscal year. Let's look at the let's look at the fiscal impact. And again, family, if you guys want to check out this information for yourself, uh, maybe you're not from California and none of these uh, propositions uh, mean anything to you, uh, feel free to go to ballotpedia.org and look up your state. This is this is good stuff. Like, I say this all the time. Literally, I do. Don't. Republican or Democrat, these are mutually dependent parties, okay? One cannot re exist without the other. And when it benefits them, as we saw in Proposition 27 in, in terms of their opposition, they will work together. Okay, these people like the theater that they put on TV is not real. Okay, so voting for a president isn't going to do much for us. It's going to probably do something for you if you're Arab, if you're white LGBT, if you're uh, white Hispanic. Um, but it's not going to do anything for us. But what does affect us are the propositions that affect our community. And I'll say it again. Malcolm X talked about one of the aspects of taking control of our community is to vote on propositions. It's to vote for congressmen. It's to vote for senators and mayors and people who are going to represent us and represent our interests. So with that being said, this stuff is important, family. So even though some of these may be silly or kind of funny to go through, we still need to go through them because we have to evaluate what, what benefits us, what's going to work for us. Is this something that we should be concerned with? All right. And these kind of things should at least at the very least be on your radar. All right. So fiscal impact. The fiscal impact statement is as follows. Increased spending likely in the range of 800 million to 1 billion annual annually beginning in 2023-24 for arts education in school. Who are the supporters? Supporters. California for Arts Music uh, Education in Public Schools provides. Oh, OK, I don't know why I keep reading that. Former official, Superintendent of Los, Ange Los Angeles Unified School District, Austin Butner. Uh, U.S. Secretary of Education, Arne, uh, Arne Duncan. Political parties, Democratic Party of California. Peace and Freedom Party of California. Corporations, UMC, Universal Music Group. <laughs> Unions, California Teachers Association. Organizations, California Dance Education Association. 
California, uh, California Educational Theater Association, Los Angeles Unified School District. Individuals, because we got individuals, you know, breaking off bread for this. Stephen Ballmer, uh, former CEO of Microsoft. Armelin uh, Dela O, president, Calif uh, president of California's Music Education uh, Educators Association. Antonia uh, Antonia Hernandez, uh, president and CEO of California Community Foundation. Michael Lawson, president and CEO of Los Angeles Urban League. Andy Mooney, CEO of Fender Musical Instruments Corporation. Ravi Rajan, president of California uh, Institute of the Arts. Okay. And let's go to the opponents. There's only one opponent. And this is something that I knew about. Reform California. And it's uh, it's a bunch of young individuals. It's a bunch of... Uh, and, I, and I'll tell you what their argument is. Okay. Carl DeMaio, chairman of Reform California. Prop 28 sounds good on the surface. More funding for arts and music. But the language is fatally flawed to allow diversion of funding from other education programs that are already not meeting the performance goals that we've set. Instead of voting yes on Prop 28, I'd encourage concerned voters to help us elect a better school board members in every school district in the state oh yeah for sure all right let's get into that money let's get into that money the support for proposition 28 is 10 million well 10.3 million dollars the money raised in opposition is a goose egg zero dollars and zero cents so with that being said family i'm gonna jump right back right into the summary uh 28 is gonna pass that's first and foremost. And like family, I know this shit sounds right, right on the surface and we should be suspicious when we see people like UMC and we see so many individuals that ain't got shit to do with shit, shit to do with music, like former CEO of Microsoft. What the, what the fuck is he putting money into this stuff for? Family, this stuff is, is designed to destroy our schools where it may benefit schools that are already doing well that are already receiving the funding that they need for our schools, we don't need more arts and crafts, okay? We need to, we need to increase the intelligence, okay, of our, of our people. We have to increase the intelligence of our children, all right? And there's other ways to get money. Why not tax corporations to give money? Why not find other sources to, uh, to fund this? Why is this on the initiative and we just went through a damn COVID where they, excuse me where they just admitted that many of our students many of our kids that are in school are going like they're in, in danger of being held back they don't have the skills that they need because they just had they just went through all that online school all right so this ain't what we need more, more arts and crafts more music no no but family we should always follow the money you know, I'm not saying that, you know, the lowest amount is always right, but we should look at reason. And this is something that, like, don't let these movies fool you. We're more than just music and band. You don't need all that. You don't need all that. 800 million to a billion dollars for just arts and crafts and, and music. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Especially in California when we, we're 48th in damn can, uh, in, in education. Out of all 50 states, in terms of just general education, we struggle. Family, we don't need no more arts and crafts. We don't. Throw that bullshit. And yeah, we do need to elect different, uh, what do you call it, superintendent or people that are ahead of the schools. We do need to vote for more, for new ones. Because clearly these people, they, 
they only they're only interested in filling their pockets. They're only interested in doing what 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 they're told to. That's it. We need new superintendents. What the hell? California Teachers Association? Seriously? But who runs the Teachers Association? And the Teachers Association won't gamble. They want a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> These Teachers Association is all over the place. Can somebody go check, like, go just check on them and see what are they teaching? Okay, or what kind of teaching are they standing up for? But, unfortunately, family, how this usually works, all right, is the one that contributes the most money that gets more of that stuff out there. And admittedly, I'm, and I'm telling you, just glancing at it without looking at to the details, for people who don't necessarily look deeply into this, if this just showed up when this was just on the ballot, people say, oh, this sounds pretty good. It's only 1%. 1% equaling 800 million to 1 billion. And education, that, that ain't no goddamn education, that's arts music and, and bullshit so yeah that's so umc would definitely be very very interested in that yeah keep our keep our young stupid okay let's keep but let's have them focus on music so they can exploit them later on yeah so that's my personal feeling so you i guess you guys know how i'm voting even though i'm telling you how this proposition is going to turn out you guys know how i'm voting on that one like i said this stuff is relevant family so either we pay attention to it or we don't when we start wondering why why don't we have enough money for this program why are they cutting history why are they cutting this program we don't need this we don't need that why did they get a bond for a brand new gym and we don't even have a good classrooms or new desks or new test books shit like this family shit like this let's get into that next one proposition 29 this this is another big one california proposition 29 Dialysis uh, Clinic Requirements Initiative 2022. Okay, a yes uh, vote supports this ballot initiative to require uh, di dialysis clinics to have at least one physician, nurse practitioner, or uh, physician assistant while patients are being treated. Report data on dialysis-related infections do not discriminate against patients based on the source of payment of for care. A no vote opposes this ballot initiative to require dialysis clinics to have at least one physician, nurse practitioner, or a physician assistant while patients are being treated. Report data on dialysis-related infections and not discriminate against patients based on source of payment for care. That should tell you a lot right there, but we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. What would this ballot initiative have required of dialysis cl uh, clinics? Proposition 29 would enact staffing requirements, reporting requirements, ownership disclosure, and closing requirements for chronic dialysis clinics, including requiring clinics to have at least one physician, nurse practitioner, or physical assistant with at least six months of experience with an end of renal, uh, with end stage renal disease care on site during patients' treatments. Requiring uh, clinics to report dialysis-related infections to the California Department of Public Health. Requiring clinics to provide uh, patients with list, of, uh, with list of physicians with an ownership interest of 5% or more in the clinic. Okay, that, just to break that one down real quick. It's going to let the it's gonna list the physicians with an ownership interest. It's going to let you know. It's going to give people information, information that they need to know about what the fuck is going on, who controlling what. Okay. Requiring clinics to provide CDHP with a list of persons with ownership interest of 5% or more in the clinic and requiring clinics to obtain the CD, uh, CDPH's written consent before uh, closing or substantially reducing services to patients. Okay. 
So that means like before they can just say, fuck you, you ain't got enough money. They got to go run it through somebody like because people's lives are at risk. Let's not forget, like these are people who have failing livers and stuff like they need uh, or failing kidneys. Um, these are the people who need um, need this until they can find a replacement okay, or have a procedure. All right. So how did Proposition 28 relate to Proposition 23 of 2020 uh, of 2020 and Proposition 8 of 2018? All right. In 2020, 63.4% uh, uh, of voters rejected Proposition 23, which was sponsored by uh, Sayu UHW. Proposition 23 would have required basically the same thing. Okay. Basically the same thing. Fiscal impact. Increase uh, state and local governments costs likely in the low tens of millions of dollars annually. Okay. Supporters. Democratic Party of California. Peace and Freedom Party of California, SEIU UHW West. All right. Opponents, the Republican Party of California, organizations, American Anatomy of Nephrology, PAs, California Chamber of Commerce, California Medical Association, California Taxpayer Protection Committee, National Hispa Hispanic Medical Association. All right. Let's get into this money. Let's get into this money. Support for. Proposition 29 is about $7.9 million. This is probably why you guys haven't seen many of any of the commercials or anything like that. The opposition is at 86.3 million. And it's always usually high. Now, family, I told you when I started this is that I got one of these wrong. This was it. Okay. Because when you just look at it for a first glance, they're just like, oh, that's going to cost too much. It's going to cost too much to have a, a licensed person there at all times. Family, do you understand how much money these medical corporations make? That's a drop in the bucket. That's And what they're able to do right now is like, if you're not able to pay that money, they can just kick you off. And what if there is an infection? Like right now, they just have a bunch of people on these machines and there's no one there to see if anything goes wrong. If anything, if somebody gets an infection, like this, this is unrealistic. This is insane. This is insane that this is allowed to happen. But how does this work? Because they've been proliferating from YouTube, TV, no matter what you're watching, you're seeing something about against 29, against 29. How did I find out about this family? Because one day I was in, uh, where was I? I was I was in the DMV, not Lakeshore. Where is where is this? It's the good one. It's the good one. It's the only good. Oh, Piedmont. I was at the uh, DMV in Piedmont, and somebody was out there trying to get this back onto the ballot. You know, and we had a discussion because I remember this had came up. So we had a discussion, and that's when I found out about this. All right, and guess who was out there getting this shit done? Guess who's out there trying to make sure people. We're gonna sign up for this. It was us, family. It was our people. It was our people. Now going back to this, what's wrong with that family? When you're talking about people's health, when you're talking about people that are at risk of dying, that need to be hooked up to a machine at all times, like yeah, that, that there's a needle in there with a tube. Shit happens, people get sweaty, things move around. You need somebody there. And it's required. This is not people who just just picked up their shit and, co and, and come in there. Oh, yeah, I just got my nursing physician's uh, uh, certification and all that. No, it's requiring you to have some experience. And why wouldn't you have that? There's a lot of facilities out here, family, that require this. You know, when you got a mental health uh, clinic, guess what? They have this. They have this at all times, family. 
And when you think about the billions of dollars that they make, that these medical companies make, what's what's a few what's a few million to make sure that people are safe? What's a few mi- a million to, to know that things are being done properly, that trained professionals are there while these patients are receiving treatment? Family, this is something that we need to vote for. We need to. We need to. I don't know if it's going to pass this time, but hopefully with a few more of these, because I admitted that I got this wrong when I found out. But still, we have to keep pushing this information. We have to keep uh, making everyone, excuse me, making everybody aware of what's going on. This is real stuff. This is real stuff. And once again, when you look at the people who oppose this, it tells you a lot. California Medical Association, they got bread. What you mean? And most of this stuff is <laughs> saying that they can't afford it. And I know you've seen the commercials. They get the black man up there to say, you're endangering my life. When the, when the opposite is actually true. Their lives are already in danger because they don't have the, the proper people there. This Dialysis ain't no joke, family. It's not a joke. It is not a joke. And for these people to make as much money as they do, it is criminal that this isn't this isn't something that they just made to do. Like what? But this is how we have to fight for these things, family. This is how we have to do it. All right, to make sure that our people, when we get into these situations, when we need dialysis, we just can't get pushed to the side. What, what does it say? What does it say? Let me go. Let me read this again so you guys understand, overstand what this does. Requiring clinics to to obtain the California Department of Public Health written consent before closing or substantially reducing services to patients. Guess what? Guess what that means? What they're able to do now? They're able to just close somebody's services, substantially reduce the kind of help that you get. That's ridiculous, family. That's inhumane. But there's a lot of inhumane things going on as it pertains to uh, to medical health in, in, in these companies. But that doesn't mean that we should allow it to continue. Like I just said, or like I said before, some of these, some of these propositions don't mean shit. This means shit, family. This means something. We need to vote for this. We need to vote for this. Period. All right? Now let's get to the last few. It's not that many on this. It's not as much as last time. I remember last time it was like close to 20. So it was just a lot, a lot to a lot to do. And that's that's why I started early to do some of my due diligence on a lot of this and why I don't have a lot to say about everything. Because family, as you can see, a lot of this stuff is bullshit. Like, who cares? A lot of this shit don't mean nothing. Don't affect us one iota. California Proposition 30. Tax on income above $2 million for zero emission vehicles and wildfire prevention initiative 2022. Okay. A yes vote supports increasing the tax on personal income above $2 million by uh, 1.75%. Okay. One and three quarters. And dedicating the revenue to zero emission vehicle uh, subsidies, zero emission vehicle infrastructure, such as electric vehicle uh, charging stations. Because everybody has a, a Tesla in an electric vehicle. And wild, uh, wildfire suppression and prevention programs. Because that's totally, okay. I mean, whatever. 
A no vote opposes increasing the tax on personal income by 2 million by 1.75% and dedicating the revenue to zero uh, emission vehicle subsidies and zero uh, emission vehicle infrastructure such as electric vehicle charging stations and wildfire uh, suppression and prevention programs. And there's always some little slick shit that they're trying to do with the wildfire. I guess you guys kind of already know where I'm about to go with this. But they're always doing that slick stuff. It was like last time or like in 2020, they had this one initiative that was supposed to uh, tax people and give people the uh, the ability um, to transfer property. It was it was something that only the rich could benefit from. I might have to go back to uh, to what that was to speak on it more clearly, but it's always some, some BS family. What would Proposition 30 do? Proposition 30 would increase the minimum tax by an additional 1.75% on, in, on income above 2 million for individuals, not companies. Currently, income above 2 million for in individuals is taxed at a rate of 13.3% in California. The additional tax would take effect on January 1st, 2023. The initiative provides that the tax would end on the earliest of the following dates. January 1st, 2043. January 1st after three consecutive calendar years after January 2030. Of statewide emissions reduced by 80% of, of 1990s levels. Okay. Revenue from the increased income tax would be appropriated to the Clean Cars and Clean Air Trust Fund, CCATF. It would be allocated to the following three sub-funds. Zero Emission Vehicle Infrastructure Investment uh, investment Plan uh, sub-fund, 35% uh, of the revenue. Zero Emission and, and Clean Mobility sub-fund, that's where 45% of the revenue would go. And the Wildfire Green and Gas Emissions Reduction sub-fund of 20% of that revenue. The sub-funds would fund zero-emission vehicles, charging stations, and infrastructure, as well as hiring and training firefighters. Let's get into the fiscal impact. And <laughs> we'll get into the supporters and stuff. Increased annual state re uh, tax revenue ranging from $3 billion to $4.5 billion, with the additional revenue used to support zero-emission vehicle programs and wildfire-related activities. Potential increased state administrative costs paid um, from other funding sources that could reach tens of millions to the low hundreds of millions of dollars annually. Net decrease in state and local transportation revenue of up to several tens of millions of dollars annually in the initial years and growing up to the few hundreds of millions of dollars annually after several years. Yeah. Who supports this? Supporters. U.S. Representative Ro Khanna. U.S. Representative Barbara Lee. State Representative Kevin McCarthy. State other state uh, representative. Buffy Wicks. Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff. Hmm. Family, if you didn't know, don't nobody, don't nobody like Libby Schaff. Okay. It's just, if you guys, like, because I know you guys don't know. Unless, I mean, you guys probably do know. If you're from, you know, from the town, if you're from California. Because you could be from California. You may not know who Libby Shaft is. We don't like her. Let's just put it out there. She's full of shit, but whatever. These are politics, so we, we don't we don't vote based on uh, popularity and who we like. We, both, we, we vote based on benefits. 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 Political parties. California Democratic Party. Corporations. Lyft. Of course. Unions, Cal Fire Local uh, 2881, California State Association for Electrical Workers, Unite Here, H-E-R-E, -E. Organizations, American Lung Association, California Environmental Voters, 
individuals, Tom Steyer, uh, who is the president of Next Gen Climate. Okay. Let's get into the opposition. Now, and I'll tell you what their what their argument is. And the argument is stupid. I'll tell you. Let, let's, let's, I'll give you a little synopsis of it. Yeah, I'll tell you what David uh, Reichmuth, senior engineer of the Clean Transportation Program, proposition. Okay, let me start. Proposition 30 will mean more ZEVs uh, on the road at an earlier date and therefore should help Lyft and Uber reduce emissions from their operations. Oh. But incentives and infrastructure investments are not designed to specifically benefit these companies, but to help drivers in California make faster transition to cleaner transportation. Oh, sure, because you're going to have car, you're going to have these electric vehicles priced at $2,000, $3,000, where everybody's going to be able to have one. God. The, the assertion that Prop 30, uh, pro, uh, assertion that Proposition 30 benefits one company alone is simply false. <laughs> family, 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 family. Let's let's uh let's use a little common sense here. All right, how many of you? are gonna be buying an electric car anytime soon. How many of you can just up and buy one right now? Let's get into the opponents really quickly, and then I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go I'll go deeper, I'll, I'll give my summary. Opponents, officials, Governor Gavin Newsom. Oh, you, uh, uh, I'll say what I need to say about him during my summary. Political parties, Peace and Freedom, uh, Freedom Party of California. Republican Party of California, Unions, Teachers Association, uh, Organizations, uh, Chamber of Commerce, California Small Business Association, How uh, Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Well, and since I did one for them, I'm gonna do one for the opposition. Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Barea, President and Chief Executive Officer of the California Chamber of Commerce. California already has the highest personal income tax, gas tax, and sales tax in the country. Tax rates in the country. We are dealing with a record high inflation, and economists are predicting a recession. The last thing that California needs right now is a tax increase. Higher taxes, especially now, are off the table. Right. Let's get into the money so I can say what I gotta say. Support for it is, of course, $47 million. That's it, of course, because it's higher. And of course, the people who are going to benefit, who have the money, are going to vote for this kind of crap. And the opposition is $20 million, So this isn't a given, family. When, it, when it's this close, and you may not think, like, that's $27 more million. What do you mean? It's close enough. It's close enough. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think about this. First of all, Gavin Newsom is the person, like, because he, he cares about his position, as governor, he's going to pander to a lot of things that's going to benefit us overall. That's just what it is. All right. And again, family, you notice that Democrats are for this. Republicans are against this. But how much is this going to benefit like us, people who make a certain amount of money? Now, I know it sounds nice. Oh, you're only taxing the 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 the, the, the people who make over two million dollars individually. Family, if the issues are gas emissions right and the dangers caused by that why aren't the are the factories that contribute to this have to pay any money what about the car manufacturing companies okay what about the people that are at more directly involved or maybe even indirectly involved because we got a lot of gas giants here too we got uh exxon mobile all that you know the people who actually contribute to the issue 
Why aren't they taxed? Do you know ExxonMobil? They only like they only get taxed two percent. Did you guys know that? They only get taxed two percent. And when you look at this, let's go back up here for a second. Family. We're talking about what, and they're saying they're gonna zero emission vehicles. So basically, like electric cars and things of that nature, shit that the average person cannot afford. Okay. Charging stations. Who the fuck needs charging stations? That's what. Let's start charging stations be a thing when zero emission cars are a thing. Like when over 80% of the people in this state are using them. This only benefits the people who have money who have these zero emission cars. It don't make no damn sense. I know gas is off the yin yang, but listen, this ain't no better. And hiring and trading firefighters. Oh yeah, right. Okay, like sure. I mean, I'm not saying that that's you know inherently a bad thing. I'm just like, what the? Who cares? That's not that's not very important. And it's not that I'm against zero emissions. My thing is, why aren't you taxing the people who can afford it? Every time there has to have like something goes down, they tax in the individual dollar. And this account, this applies to families. Like when your family make over this, this is, these are those people. Now you may not feel like you make this money, but family, this is not going to put us in a good, this is not going to put us in a good position. This is gonna this is gonna impact us in very very negative ways and you know what a recession does to a community this is not good now the, the places out there walnut creek napa all that kind of you know those places like that oh yeah they're gonna benefit the people who have the cheese or the people who can afford it you know they're gonna be good you know they're gonna be good on this they're gonna be good no this is this is not what we need this is not what we need whatsoever now, what, was I, what else was I going to say about this? Did I already say it? Listen, I'll just say this. When it comes to spending money and taxing people, we need to hold people accountable. There's no accountability on the people that's actually causing this problem that they're seeking to solve. That's, that's number one. That's, that's first and foremost. Okay. And sometimes we have to ask ourselves, how relevant is this to me? Again, it sounds nice, but how many of us are going to be buying an electric car anytime soon? How many of us are in position to do so? Is this going to help us? Uh, is, is this going to make it easier to buy one? Is this going to increase our money? Is it going to increase any rep? No, it's not. So a lot of this stuff is just a bunch of fancy bullshit for the rich people to kind of get what they want. Like, it sounds like it's bad for the rich, but it's not. This is bad for the people that are like barely on that border, but making a little bit of money. For the black people that are trying to make some money, for the you know, for the individuals that's trying to make things pop. And there's a lot of black entrepreneurs out here, family. This is popping their pockets, and they don't have uh, corporations and firms and all these other people that's going to give them money to make sure that they go over the top. And secondly, why they got. Uh, the, the Latino community, the immigrant community uh, advertising for this. Let's understand that they don't give a fuck. They just got here. And I ain't got nothing against immigrants, but you just got here. 
Of course you want to go fuck with Lyft. And it ain't just Latinos. It's these, uh, the Afghanistans they just brought over here. The Ukrainians they just brought over here. Okay? The people who are already going to be getting stipends to have a place to live. They're like, this don't affect them. And they need cars because they want them, like, to make money. And the crazy thing about it is, they're going to have an easier time getting a car through Lyft than you. Family, sometimes we got to see through some of the bullshit. See through some of the things that they're saying. And then ask yourselves, is it reasonable to tax pay, uh, to tax the taxpayers even more when they don't even tax Exxon more, Mobil more than 2%? And they're talking about gas emissions. Why aren't they going after them? Because they buddies. They friends. That's all I got to say about that. I ain't voting for this shit. This is a hell no for me. And I don't give a damn if Republicans are voting for this. Listen. It ain't about who you like. It ain't a popularity contest. It's about does this shit affect you? Yes or no? Yes or no? Let's get to the last one. California Proposition 31. Flavored tobacco products ban referendum 2022. Oh, I know this affects a lot of people. How important it is, that's subjective, but I know this one affects a lot of people. Uh, a yes vote to is to uphold the contested le uh, legislative legislation senate bill uh 793 sb 793 which would ban the sale of flavored tobacco products a no vote is to repeal the contested legislation senate bill 793 sb 793 thus keeping the sale of flavor uh, flavored tobacco legal legal in state overview opponents of prop uh, uh proposition 31 seek to overturn the state uh senate bill 730 uh 793 which was signed into law august 28 2020 sb 793 was designed to ban the sale of flavored tobacco products in the product uh tobacco product flavor enhancers with the exceptions for hookah tobacco loose leaf tobacco and premium cigars retailers would be fined 250 dollars each sale violating the law <laughs> i'm gonna go deeper into this i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait no, we're going to get right into the fiscal impact because I got to talk my shit. Because basically, I know you guys have seen this shit. I know you guys have seen this. <sighs> Tobacco companies target young children with flavored tobacco products. They're, it's bad enough that the adults are already smoking tobacco. But we're going to allow them to target our children, too. <laughs> Can't wait. Supporters, of course, Gavin Newsom, Democratic Party of California, Peace and Freedom Party of California, California Teachers Association, League of Women Voters, California. And, I'll, and oh my goodness, here it is. Gavin Newsom, Big Tobacco has been targeting our kids, trying to hook our kids on tobacco products and killing nearly a literally a generation it's time for us to stand up and protect our kids and push back against big tobacco not just in terms of their efforts to go after our kids but in their racist marketing enough is enough and this is about an easy question is that'll be that will be asked all this november <laughs> the racist marketing now they're throwing race into this Oh, let me get into these opponents before I say before I launch. Oh my god. 
political parties, Republican Party of uh, opponents, political parties, uh, uh, Republican Party of California, corporations, ITG Prance, LLC, Philip Morris, USA, RG Reynolds, Tobacco Company, Swedish Match North, uh, Match North America, LLC, Organizations National Association of Tobacco Outlets, and I'll give you one of their arguments. John Koopel, president of the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Although the law bans the sale of flavored tobacco products to all customers regardless of age, lawmakers named it the Stop Tobacco Access to Kids Enforcement Act. They claim it was needed to stop underage tobacco use because only kids apparently like flavor. <laughs> to be sure, no one wants ch children smoking or vaping. Vaping! let you know who this is really about oh i gotta wait before i launch wait before you launch me but it's already illegal in california to sell or give tobacco or vapor products to anyone under the age of 21 if prohibit or if prohibition worked then we wouldn't have a problem right because prohibition worked in alcohol and by the way with alcohol and by the way family there's there's flavored alcohol should we ban the sale of flavored alcohol because the kids might like it. <laughs> Let me get into the buddy. I, I gotta, I gotta get into the buddy so I can launch. I gotta get into the buddy so I can launch. The support has been thirty-four point four million dollars, and the opposition has re has raised twenty point seven million dollars. Okay, brother Tech, let's launch now. But before I say anything, before I get this started, let me say this to get this in the air. This is one of those things that, like, personally, do I give a fuck? No. Is it going to stop the flavored tobacco being in California? Hell no. Prohibition doesn't work. Um, but let me give you my thoughts on this. Number one, this, this is, like, twofold. Because they're saying that it's not, like, the leaves and stuff like that, the loose leaves. Uh, that's not necessarily true. They are going to get like the shit that we like. And I hate to say like we like, but oh, I hear about this all the time. Like they, they stopped the sale of some of these products in places like Hayward in uh, like Emeryville. You know what I'm saying? Certain uh, certain cities, especially when they legalized, you know, marijuana. So that's the, that's the other thing. Um, it definitely affects us. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not going to allow certain products that some people like to be sold now you may not like liquor but it's sold it's bad for you but it's sold and if you want if you don't care but i'm not telling you to vote for or against this because this really depends on you and how you feel but my issues with this really arise from what they're using as an argument oh the kids the kids oh they always give a fuck about the kids no they don't they only give a fuck about kids when it's white kids you know what the problem is it's the vaping it's the vaping. It's the shit that you see the commercials about. Vaping is killing white communities the same way fentanyl is. That's why they're so <laughs> up in, in an uproar about this. Talking about the racist marketing. <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. That was really, 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 really hilarious. And again, I'm going to use the same argument. There's flavored liquor. There's colorful bottles of liquor, because they, they talk about this in the commercials. Oh, look at all the colors, and the kids like colors, which is true. Uh, this is why they have bright colors for, like, stuff that's for kids, because it catches their attention. Kids like bright colors for some reason. I don't, I'm not sure why. I'm not going to get into the psychology, but it is what it is. But to that same argument, why is it the same thing being said about liquor? 
And if the issue is tobacco and kids smoking tobacco, why not ban all of it then? You just get rid of smoking. Just don't let people smoke. Like, people act like there wasn't flavored chew. There is flavored chew. There's always been flavored cigarettes. People like people smoke different cigarettes because of the taste. It's what it is. But they're gonna allow, they're gonna maintain hookah. Hookah is still cool. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This shit serves two purposes, in my opinion. The first purpose is to stop their kids from vaping, because they love to vape. When vaping came out in every white community, there has been so many vaping spots. Like, vaping was the thing. And I know you guys remember when vaping was the thing. Now they're talking negatively about it. Okay, whatever. Because it's harming, it's harming their community. You know what I'm saying? Now, when flavored uh, tobacco was prevalent in the black community, didn't nobody give a shit. They just didn't want you to buy it in their community. <laughs> That's just what it is. Now, family, will this stop? No. This is well. First of all, it's going to be just like how prohibition was for liquor. People are still going to be selling uh, these flavor products. It's going to um, open up a quote-unquote black market for these sorts of things. How do I know this? Because I knew when that. Because when they took uh, Backwoods out of Hayward. People started ordering backwood boxes themselves and started selling it, you know, to, to people that they knew for similar prices that uh, that they were getting sold for. Actually, they started doing that when the prices went up. When it went from five, from $5 to 12 everybody was like, oh, no, let's just import these in and sell them ourselves. So it's not going to stop any of it. It's not going to stop it. But what they want to do, well, it's like that bicycle law. On the on the on the point like where they they don't want black people to enjoy their shit. I do feel like that's that's a little bit of, that's a, is at uh, is at play. But not all black people are smokers. Number one, and a lot of people like flavored tobacco products. I just know that when I go hit certain cities, I'm always hearing certain folks complaining about what they doing, and they don't vote on the shit that matters. They gotta fucking vote for Biden shirt. Vote for whomever, sure. Vote for Obama, but then mad when shit like this happened. Oh, this is some bullshit. Well, you didn't vote. This is the part where the vote mattered in, in your situation. And you're not gonna vote. You didn't vote. And the other part is, is that I don't know. You can call it a bias. You can call it whatever you want. I just kind of have a thing where people start to like give a shit because their community is getting hurt, and all of a sudden it's a fucking problem. No, no, it's not a problem. It's not a problem now. If it wasn't a problem. Back then, it's not a problem now. That's just how I feel about it. And prohibition's stupid. It, it does not work whatsoever. But did I say, did I talk? Oh, that's what I missed about the last one. Okay, yeah. So Gavin Newsom is a pandering SOB. And a lot of people don't like him. He's responsible for SB 143, which, uh, which basically states like it's not statutory rape if it's within uh, 10 years or so of the person or not so much that it's not but these people don't have to register they don't have to do the typical things that child molesters and predator uh and pedophiles and predators do and family go to san francisco i want you to tell like and you can go go walk around coded cartier go rock around uh um a banana republic coach all these uh, forever 21 just just hang around where they shop at you're going to see a whole bunch of older people with young people. Some people ridiculously young. And I don't even want to talk about how ridiculous that whole scenario I just told you gets when they have a fucking pride parade. 
um, it's ridiculous. The amount of youngsters that's out there half-assed naked and you got all these old motherfuckers out there with mouth salivating because they, they sick. They sick. I don't hear nobody talking about them babies though. Why is this relevant to this whole Gavin Newsom? Because Gavin Newsom is a flip-flopper. He will go run with the trans and LGBT if he thinks it's going to get him votes. He'll go do this. He'll go do... He's a flip-flopper. He don't care. None of this shit he actually cares about. He's just playing politics. Nobody likes him. It was weird how he uh, got to become governor. Shit, didn't nobody like Jerry Brown, but Jerry Brown wasn't Gavin. It's always a fucking Gavin. Anywho, with that being said, family, like, I'm not telling you how to vote on this one. I I will be clear about the shit I, I, that we need to vote for. We need to vote... Yes, on 29. Period. We need to vote no on 28. 28 is stupid. 28 is going to cause more harm to our communities than, than help it. Okay? And vote no on 30. That is, is dumb. It's just a, it's an arbitrary tax. It's not taxing who needs to be taxed. And at the end of the day, it's going to cause more harm for the community at large. The people that already have money, of course, they're not going to be, they're not going to be affected. And if California goes downhill, they're going to act like Silicon Valley. They're going to move to Texas. They can move. But not all of us, most of us in this state do not have that luxury. And like I said about education, we are 40. Go look at where California ranks in terms of ed education in all 50 states. When you're barely better than Mississippi, then we don't need no more arts. We don't need no more music. We need something with more substance. I want to see an initiative to bring driver's ed back into school. I want to see an initiative to bring law, like the study of law and politics into school. Like we need to understand what the laws are. That's more beneficial than art and music. Yeah. Maybe let, let, let's get $800 to a billion dollars so some classes can have macaroni pictures and play the, uh, what's that damn, the player recorder. My God. Okay, so with that being said, family, that's all of them. Okay. Um, once again, this is the kind of voting that matters. Voting that uh, has something to do with your community. Um, you can have a different opinion than I do. But we have to start... Uh, getting involved uh getting involved in our communities we have to start getting involved in the politics that govern our communities that's the only time when we have a community if we don't vote on anything that happens in our community if we don't know about the shit that happens in our community you don't have a community it's more than just ownership you can own the houses on your block but if you do not take part into the in the politics that govern that block that encompass that block that is not your community so with that being said, family, vote for propositions. Oh, vote for uh, Marcel Dixon. Marcel Dixon, strong brother, strong brother. Go look him up. Strong brother. We need a vote for Marcel Dixon for Congress. And if he run for president, that too. Because that brother, that brother reminds me of Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Not that the, not that senior wasn't cool, not that senior, but being so unapologetically black with it. Man, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. So let's get involved in our politics the right way. Fuck Obama. Talking about, oh yeah, you know, we got to vote. We've lost trust in the media. We've lost trust in our leaders because leaders ain't doing shit for us. 
And when these so-called leaders, these so-called these so-called leaders come there, they talking about do the wobble wobble, do the wibble wobble 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 wibble wop, do the wibble wobble 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 wop, twerk a twerk a twerk a mama so I can't stop, twerk a twerk like. <laughs> That's what they sell us, family. They're disrespectful. They're patronizing as hell, and it's insulting to our intelligence. It's insulting to our cumulative intelligence. So it's time for us to do what we need to do on the eighth. Okay. I've informed you. I've given you the website so you can do your own research. All right? Peace, love, and light, y'all. Oh, and by the way, go ahead and share this. Let people get this. If you're in California, let people know about this. Let our people know about this. My podcast. Not just about this, the stuff I'm talking about. Let them know about this podcast so they can get all the information and get all upcoming information that pertains to the black family and our community, our ever-growing, our ever-prosperous uh, community. And like I said before in my last episode, family, our time is now. Don't think I forgot. Our time is now, family. It is time for us to take control of our own destiny. Peace, love, and light. Brother Technico. Oh.